Well, we finish off the uh, Christmas season. This past Sunday, we begin Ordinary Time. And we are right at the beginning of the Gospel of Mark. And we're going to go through, throughout Ordinary Time, we go through all the Gospels. I think sections of John we don't go through. But for the most part, if I'm not mistaken, we go through Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Where we're beginning Mark right now. Yesterday we began with Jesus' proclamation of the kingdom of God, of the gospel. It says, Jesus began to preach the gospel. He says, repent and believe in the gospel. Okay, the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. And then the very thing we see after that is this confrontation between Jesus and this uh, demon. And yesterday what I talked about in Lyons, uh, I spoke about the meaning of the word gospel itself. And it has a, a... an Old Testament Jewish context within which its meaning can be understood. It also has um, uh, the, the pagan, the Greco-Roman pagan context of the first century uh, is another context within which it can be understood. That's the one that I talked about yesterday. I talked about how when there was a new emperor, it was good news. Okay, so the, the actual word gospel in Greek is euangelion, and that was the precise word used when there was a new emperor, a new guy in charge, okay, a new kingdom. And so then it was declared as, oh, this is good news. Okay? It was also used when the, uh, the legions, the Roman legions, the emperor's legions, uh, won some kind of great victory over an opposing enemy. And so then that was also declared as good news, as euangelion. Okay? And so Jesus, what is going on here with the euangelion of Jesus, he's talking about we've got a new king, it's God, okay? And he's in charge. And so we got this contrast between the kingdom of God and the, and the earthly kingdoms. But there's an Old Testament context, too, within which we can understand the word gospel or euangelion. It goes back to the prophet Isaiah. And it's actually uh, seen in the context of God declaring his victory over the false gods. Okay, so now we're starting to talk about a kingdom that opposes the kingdom of God that's not necessarily a kingdom here on earth, but a kingdom of darkness. Okay, a kingdom of evil uh, intelligences that are unseen, that are invisible, and that have the world in a kind of tyrannical grip. And so the kingdom of God, the gospel is precisely the good news that the kingdom of God has overcome this kingdom of darkness. And it's amazing how much when you read the Bible, there's details about angels and demons everywhere. It's just, it's nonstop. It's all over the place, especially in the New Testament. Right now, our readings today, we've got from Hebrews talking about angels, how Christ is exalted over the angels. Okay, And then we've got this demonic confrontation in the, in the gospel. So this is what the people are talking about when they see Jesus speaking and they say, wow, this guy has authority, not like the scribes and the Pharisees. The authority that they're seeing in him is an authority that he possesses of himself as the Messiah. And it's an authority that he exercises over evil and over the kingdom of darkness. And just the simple thought for today, my brothers and sisters, as we begin ordinary time, as we begin to kind of launch off a new year here throughout the liturgical calendar, is that what is the purpose of us you know, as Christians? What's our purpose for coming to church? If we think coming to church is our, the whole reason just to come to church and to 
practice our faith and to attend mass is just to basically feel good. So we really got we got a we're misunderstanding what's going on here. There's a there's a there is a battle going on in the unseen places, and we are God's soldiers. We're in the army of Christ, and uh, we as long as we are faithful to Christ, we're going to win the battle. But there's a battle going on. So church is about gathering the soldiers together. It's about assembling the faithful under the banner of the Son of God, who is the supreme general, so to speak, of uh, of the Emperor of Heaven. And uh, we're the legions that fight, and uh, we're in a conflict. So we can't be um, lulled to sleep uh, by our own sin. We can't be lulled to sleep by... Uh, various ideologies that compete with the gospel that we might be influenced by that we get through television through um, through the internet and in just in, in popular culture that make us forget the big picture the unseen world that there's a there's spiritual reality out there make us forget about these things make us focus purely on what we can see with our eyes uh, instead of being aware and being awake to the unseen realm um, and that that's what the gospel is all about. It's the kingdom of God overcoming this invisible kingdom of darkness. It's the invisible kingdom of light overcoming this invisible kingdom of darkness. Uh, so church is not necessarily just to come and you know make you feel good about yourself or whatever it is. It's we have a we have a task. We've got a job to do, and our prayers and our participation, especially in the sacrifice of the of the Eucharist, are the the means by which God wages battle against uh, darkness, the means by which he exercises Christ's authority over the world, and uh, the means by which um, the good news of God's victory uh, is, is accomplished.